Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. Today I'm with Josh of the Glitch Mob. <laughs> so you're born in New Orleans. Born in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah born and raised there. Uh, uh, my family's all from there. Many a uh, generation from there. Um, grew up in like kind of like fishing, crabbing, shrimping, crawfish area of New Orleans. My my great-grandmother had one of the first seafood restaurants on the lake there, Lake oh, Pontchartrain. Wow. Yeah, so that's been kind of like part of my family heritage in New Orleans. So, yeah. What do you say your parents do? Uh, my mom is a special ed teacher. She <clears throat> teaches uh, deaf children and also some autistic children. And then uh, my dad is... Um, I forget his position, but I think he's like pretty up there in this uh, construction company that uses recycled concrete to oh. pave roads and foundations for new infrastructure and stuff like that. Where do you get your creative side from? Um, hmm, that's a good question. My creative side comes from... Uh, um, my creative side comes, I mean, maybe a little bit of both. Uh, I, my dad was uh, a little bit of an artist. He would kind of like draw, draw like funny sketches and things like that as a kid. Uh, well, you know, well, I was a kid, but um, no one in my family plays music other than myself. My little brother plays guitar a little bit, but he's not like a full-on musician or anything like that. But. What kind of yeah. music did your parents play in the house when you were growing up? Hmm. My mom would have like the oldies station on, playing like 50s and 60s oldies, stuff like that. Um, they weren't like huge music uh, people in the sense of like, oh, this was their favorite record, they would play it. Um, but they would kind of have it on in the background, like, like I said, like just like throw the radio on on the oldies station. Um, although I, I did grow up with a, like an old, jukebox or that would play 45 inch records um, and uh, my dad had gotten it from a friend of his a long time ago so he stuck it like under the carport with like a ping pong table in the jukebox and that was kind of like the hangout and stuff for sure like <laughs> playing old records on the jukebox and uh, it's cool it's still around I was just there a few months back mm. and then, the jukebox is still there, still plays all the same songs. And like, Nostalgic. Yeah, so, yeah, that was like a, that was a big part of growing up and kind of like the musical background was just being around, being around music, um, just enough to kind of like soak it all in and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the first CD you bought? The first CD I bought was... Um, I'm pretty sure it was Stone Temple Pilots and that that uh, what was that first record they put out? I 
can't remember the name of the album. Um, about that, and I had gotten Soundgarden and Metallica Black Album. Those were the first yeah. three CDs that, that I had bought, yeah. How do you describe yourself back then growing up? Affecting growing up. Um, I would say a bit of a, a black sheep in a large family, come from like a pretty, you know, conservative background in New Orleans. It's a very religious mm -hmm. city. Not that my family was super religious, but it was, you know, it was definitely like, it was in there. Um, yeah, I was definitely like the kid in my room, like writing lyrics to Nine Now songs on the wall with a sharpie, and learning how to like draw bands and logos and things like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of like industrial music, a lot of metal and punk and hardcore music. Um, you know, a bit of a, like that young, young angsty kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that, that transitioned into basically uh, a lot of like trip-hop like Portishead and Massive Attack and Tricky and so I think that's kind of where my love of electronic music comes from. I, can, I, can, I still would do the same thing, I would just kind of like be in my room listening to music really loud and kind of like... Uh, I don't know, like still, still yeah. like writing a lot of things and like drawing and stuff like that to Portishead and those kind of like cool trip hop albums. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was definitely like a lot of, I guess that's a good way to describe myself. Just like constantly soaking in music as a kid, trying to figure out how things were made and studying the sounds of them and things like that. I was, I was, uh, I was like into the lyrics of a lot of music, but really for me, it was the, all the sounds and the detail in the percussion and all the different things like that, that really tickled my ear and made me like, gave me like a, the focus on, on music and like why I wanted to, why I wanted to make music and why I wanted to be a part of it. Uh, Did you like school growing up? I hated school growing yeah. up, yeah, it was, it was the worst for me. Um, it was hard for me to focus. I didn't do super well in school. Um, I enjoyed being around all the different types of people. I feel like I was kind of friends with a lot of little subgroups of in school. I didn't have like my one little group of friends, you know, like skateboarder friends that mm -hmm. I only hung out with. Like I somehow ended up hanging out with like tons of different types of people in school, <laughs> which is always kind of fascinating to me. Um, but as far as like this actual academic side of school, man, I, I just did not enjoy it. It was really hard for me. Um, I constantly was thinking about other stuff, music, or I was really big into skateboarding for a few years. Mm -hmm. And so just like anything but school, I would, I would basically you know, that's what got me excited, so. <laughs> so you kind of always knew that you would be in a creative career? Um, I don't know if I always knew that I was going to be, but I always wanted to be. I definitely always wanted to be a part of music. Um, from the very beginning, I can remember hearing 
song, some of the first songs, like, like R.E.M.'s Losing My Religion was one of the first songs I remember hearing in this whole new way where it wasn't like just hearing a song on the radio. I heard it and analyzed it and really thought about each part of the song and what was going on and I knew that I wanted to somehow be a part of music in whatever way I could. Um, yeah, I was yeah. just like, I just, I wanted it so badly yeah. my whole childhood. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, luckily my um, my folks had had bought me a drum set as a, as like a 12 year old boy, which I don't know what them to do that <laughs> thank you mom and dad Aww. but, but uh, you know so they, they definitely supported my love of, of music and everything from the beginning and uh, yeah what happened after high school after high school I what did I do so right after high school I tried uh, to go to college mm -hmm. for my parents' sake, just to yeah. kind of throw them a bone, uh, and that didn't last very long, maybe a couple months. You were going to study music? No, I don't even know what I was going to do. <laughs> I was just going just because they were like, you got to go to college. That's yeah. just like what you have to do. So I was like, all right, it'll get me out of the house. I could go, I don't know, figure some something out, <laughs> mm -hmm. but did not work out for me. It was not, um, it was not uh, what I wanted to do, so I moved back to New Orleans um, maybe just a few months in and then uh, shortly after that I decided to go to Austin, Texas um, because I had met a couple of guys in those couple of months of college. So I went there and fell in love with Austin and decided to stay and live there for a few years, met some amazing wonderful people there and just kind of blossomed into you know like my own life and what I was going to become and lived out in the woods for a few years with uh, this like really cool hippie family in like a trailer kind oh, of like wow. way outside the city and we would just play music and sing and have bonfires and take psychedelics and just really like dive into just kind of weird, cool stuff that I had no idea existed mm -hmm. out, out of, like, right <laughs> out of, like, New Orleans and high school and everything, and, uh, lived with them for a few years, and got the, got the nickname Ua, which yeah. later became my DJ slash producer artist name, um, and a few years later, I went out to Burning Man, and met a bunch of amazing, beautiful, artistic people and became friends with them and they were from Southern Oregon and California and a few people from LA and so I decided to hang out on the West Coast and just traveled around in a van for a while with a, with a buddy and you know tr tried out all the places and I finally came down to LA and I just loved it. I was like, oh, this is it. This is like the style of place I wanted to be in. I felt so full on and there was so much here. It just felt, I don't know, I just felt so powerful here. And I felt like music 
could go really far here without even knowing that the, like music was a huge industry here. Mm-hmm. Um, I just when I got here, I was like, oh yeah, this is what I want to do. I want to be here. Yeah. So I just stayed, and it's been about fifteen, oh, wow. sixteen years or so now. What What did your parents think of the whole thing? Were they supportive? Uh, yeah, for the most part, they were supportive. Um, yeah, like it took them a while to kind of come around to the fact that I was going after this like very kind of niche electronic music um, world that at the time was a, merely just a passion project thing. Like we had no idea that you could actually, I don't know, like make money or have a, a successful career writing like weird left field bass music and I don't know just like experimental sounds and things like that so it was a bit confusing I think for people at the time like you know like my parents and so because it wasn't a thing it wasn't like EDM or whatever mm-hmm. is now it's like this it's a whole thing you can like see it everywhere you could you could be like oh you know I want to have a career in dance music or be a DJ and this and that and you could look at it and be like Oh, that's very possible. That's what people do. Um, it was not that at the time. Yeah. So for us, for myself, it was like we just really wanted to do it, and we really loved doing it. it had a passion for making avant-garde music, and you know, it's just now it is what it yeah. is. <laughs> How did of porcelain come about? Um, of porcelain came about. Um, how did that come about? Hmm. Of course, it came about. I just wrote, I just wrote a bunch of sketch idea, song ideas at a point in life where I was just not feeling like making dance music or anything, you know, heavy or anything like that. And that plus, like, just a change in. Um, lifestyle and you know heart related relationship times was evolving and so yeah I was just like kind of writing music as as an experiment because I had not really made anything like that before and uh, and I don't know like a year later I had all these sketches that I never finished I mean none of those songs were ever finished they were just you know, like, I don't know, however many hours put into them. And I was like, all right, cool. And uh, I don't know, a year later, I was kind of looking at all these files and these songs that I had. I was like, oh, I should do something with that. And just came up with the name. Um, and just stuck it on Bandcamp, and that was it. That's all yeah. I ever did with it. And it spread around, and people got really into it. And uh, yeah. That's pretty much the whole thing. It really, since then, I haven't done too much. I've done a couple of songs here and there over the years, but it was just kind of like a moment in time. It was just like a little, a little like, just blip into history of me. Just like, that's just what I did at that time. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's just it. <laughs> How do you say your music has changed since the first songs you made? Well, I would say that... Uh, te- I mean, technically wise, 
I've grown as a producer and engineer and musician and tastes wise the same I just my my music catalog in my brain is just constantly evolving and changing um, I'm inspired by so much music and I hear so many different styles and genres and tastes of music that I just it's just constantly like adding up and there's just yeah. more and more and more and more inspiration um, but yeah I don't know I just kind of like let the uh, I just kind of let the music come out in whichever way it does you know I never really sit down to like oh, I'm gonna make this type of song or that type of song or no just kind of whatever the mood is um, I just kind of roll with that to me writing music is like um, it's like a wave like I have to just catch it at the right time and ride it and when the creative juices and the genius is there just jump on the board and like start cruising and yeah sometimes it comes out like soft and beautiful sometimes it comes out sounding glitch mob or yeah. like some banger or uh, just I don't know just like some house music or mm -hmm. just experimental or sometimes I'll just like grab a microphone and sing random stuff into the mic and sample that and just I don't know yeah. just kind of like whatever yeah. whatever's like coming out I just mm -hmm. roll with that how do you say you've grown as a person since when you started um, I would say I have grown as a person in so many ways I mean I have um, a lot of like love and respect for the creative process and how delicate and beautiful it is and um, the ways in which I have been humbled by music experiences and by you know songs performing in different ways and learning what excites fans and what people connect to and things like that has has changed me a lot um, because that's really what someone is much of it it's about you know it's like if someone has you know an emotional connection to something that I've made then that's really important and that's going to change me that's going to I don't know it's going to affect my heart it's going to mm -hmm. affect my emotions it's going to inspire me or or maybe it'll bring me down if they're you know super negative towards me about something that I'm a part of you mm -hmm. know like so all, all those different ways um yeah. yeah, it gives you a thick skin, but it also helps you open your heart and your soul and to be vulnerable and creative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a constant evolution. How, well, what would you say have been your biggest challenges so far? My biggest challenges, I would say, are, um, you know, being, being confident in, in the creative process and writing music, uh, like on my own, a lot of times it's really difficult because when you write music with other people you know, their their creative juices are in there and you have the seal of approval from a couple other people and that's yeah. been 
super amazing. Um, so I would say it definitely like takes a little bit more for me, like a, a bit more of like a, a letting go and a, a confidence in just kind of like making whatever I'm feeling at that time. And, if it goes out in the world, just be like, all right, that's just, yeah. you know, it's just, it is what it is. And mm -hmm. you, can, you just gotta like take it or leave it. What does love mean to you? <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, <laughs> love to me is accepting and having respect for everyone and everything around. Uh -huh. Being able to be vulnerable, being able to be honest and open, um, being able to accept change, to be able to, I don't know, just grow, grow yourself, grow your heart and your mind and your soul and be constantly learning um, and just having just compassion in your heart for all beings, all things, and, you know, I, I try to share that as much as I can and try to influence as many people to love and be positive as much as possible, and myself, it's, it's hard to do, you know, it's hard, it's hard to, this day and age, it's a really, uh, interesting time it's a wild world um, I think we're all trying to just slowly figure it all out one day at a time what what any of this really means yeah um, you know yeah I don't know I guess love is just like a it's an interesting word I've been thinking a lot about it lately mm -hmm. um, it's a very vulnerable place that's for sure and uh, but sometimes you just gotta dive in and yeah. say fuck it and see what, <laughs> see what comes of it. You I know? love that. I'm really good at that part. <laughs> <laughs> Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? I would like to be remembered for it's just being a genuine human, mm -hmm. being kind. I love for people to look back and if they've had a personal experience with me, you know, be able to say that it was a very positive one and that they took something from that experience and applied it to their life and it made their life better. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. <laughs>